0: so we've returned once more in the dark corridors of her missing brother's unspoken antiquity a little lion-hearted librarian is confronted by two coyly conspicuous con men and an accessible yet incomprehensible young laborer an instrument of death sparks memories of calamity a sudden inclination that points them all down paths most foul and unkempt A strange place of business along the banks of fortunes freshet a sinking certainty of imminent despair and debauchery devouring naivety and churning forth the cruel reality of a bleak and hopeless affair madness is but a gentle sloping mountain trail whose journey lists and lingers along the knife edge of plausibility What abyss, then, lies lurking beyond the precipice at the hideous end?
1: In a dirt and gravel parking lot, you gather yourselves by Telly's cab. A slight chill hangs in the morning fog that creeps across the surface of the Providence River. The city around you has begun to burst to life as traffic swells across the wide bridges and main streets of this miniature metropolis. Spencer is the last to approach the cab, having just sweet-talked his way out of the precarious situation you all found yourselves in inside the mysterious fifth bay of the J. Brown warehouse. You look to one another in reserved apprehension as your investigation into Gino's disappearance has uncovered more questions than answers.
2: I'm not sure if my brother was aware of this place, why he wouldn't tell me, but... I mean, we don't have any deliveries at the... the Athenaeum. But we should find out where this is going. Coming from. I actually found a strange book the other day, um... I'm not sure if my my supervisor brought it in or not. There's no record of it. It just showed up. It matches the rest of the decor in there.
3: You mean you came across a strange book that's like all this stuff?
2: I work with books. Rare books. So, right. Yes, right. If you're asking as to why I didn't put two and two together.
1: Yeah, maybe. I'm just it's a bit foggy. And it's all you try to piece together what it is that you found. What it is that you're doing here, and how it all connects. A little ways down Water Street, you see a crowd start to gather somewhere down by the waterfront. And through the crowd, you see police vehicles. A-O-A, <laughs> What's going on over there?
2: Like, like sirens, go, lights, and sirens go. I don't know if they had lights and sirens, but I don't,
1: I don't think they had. I don't think they had sirens, but it's they're they're pretty large vans. You can see the you can see the police vans.
2: Oh, I'm I'm hustling over.
1: Wait, 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 maybe we should Maybe we should think about this. Ah, <laughs> oh, looks like trouble down the dock, huh? Yeah, maybe we shouldn't get too close, maybe. As you guys start to call after her, Kitty Hawk is already in a quick jog down the street, heading towards that crowd. And Kitty, as you arrive, the crowd itself is kind of gathering around. The police have made uh, a bit of a line where they are holding people back, and you can hear whispered voices uh, in hushed tones saying, uh, you know, something about a body. I need all four of you to make luck rolls.
2: Luck rolls? Right? It's our lucky day. Look at us, look at us
1: go. Yeah, yeah. Some luckier than others. We're
2: lucky guys.
1: Right. As you reach the scene, police are pushing everybody back. Kitty, what are you doing?
2: I am just that typical like head bobbing like, she's standing on her tiptoes, trying to get, like, a look and make her way through these crowds.
1: You manage to push through your small frame, bumping in and kind of wiring through this crowd of people. You you manage to make it through to the front of the line pretty easily, where you can see now the waterfront, and you see the officers dragging what it looks to be they're, they're struggling to drag something out of the water. It is covered.
4: What are the rest of you doing, just real quick? I'm sorry, Kitty.
2: No, you're going, go ahead.
4: Uh, Zeke's going to put his foot on the uh, the bumper of, like, one of the further out police wagons and step up, try and peer over the crowd.
3: I'm, I'm kind of, like, standing back with Zeke, I'm assuming. Maybe Sweets. I don't know. You know, kind of hiding the face.
1: I guess what I need to know is who's trying to get a
4: better look.
3: No. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zeke's definitely trying to, trying to see what's going on.
1: And Sweets, Sweets is up there trying to, trying to get in front of Kitty with the sausage fingers, trying to avert her gaze. You know, you, you might not want to see this. We don't, we don't know anything yet. Don't. It sounds like Tubbs. Uh, I'm sorry. Sweets is right up front, but he's. Are you trying to? Are you looking or are you not looking? Oh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to stop her from looking, mostly. Zeke and Kitty Hawk, why don't you both make spot hidden checks for me? Nope. Kitty, from your vantage point, it's difficult to see anything, but you hear now as the police are talking a little ways away from you. Male, early to mid-twenties.
2: <gasps> oh no, excuse me.
1: Uh, miss, uh, we can't have you up here. It's it's really not, not something anybody should be seeing. You guys should all just go about your day. Let us do our jobs. Please,
2: my, my brother's missing, please.
1: <sighs> when did your brother go missing?
2: Last night, um, she looks, she looks behind her, I'm assuming Sweets is right, was it Sweets? Chubbs, yeah, Sweets is, like, right there, just, like, because he was also looking for him. Um, uh, yesterday sometime. Please, I have to know.
1: Alright, listen, uh, come over here, let, let's, let's get away, and he, pull, he pulls you through the lines it's just like this wooden barricade that's been set up, and he opens it up and he pulls you through. Sweets, what are you doing? I, I, I guess I'll, I'm, I'm going to just follow me. I'm, I'm, I'm with her. I'm just going to brush past you. Jesus well. Christ.
2: <laughs> Big man walking.
1: Yeah, like, all right, yeah, you, two, you two come with me, and, and he walks you away from the scene behind one of the police cars. Wait here. Uh, a detective is going to be here. Uh, any minute, I'll let him know that you're over here. You can give a statement. Uh, a, a general description your brother. We still, we don't know. We don't know anything about what's going on yet. We just got a report, and we found, somebody found the body this morning. So, just just relax. We don't know anything, all right?
2: Thank you. People, I...
1: people go missing all the time. Usually it's just a bad night at the bar. It's not a big deal. Uh,
2: my brother's not I'm wanting sure. to be that late, but I, I just...
1: Uh, who knows, right? May, maybe something happened. It's There's no guarantee, so just relax. Alright, we'll 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 get uh, whatever information we can to you as soon as we get it to you. Okay?
2: Alright, thank you.
1: He kind of looks up at you, sweets. Uh, you don't go anywhere. Twitch my mustache at him. <laughs> Heads back over to the barricade. Zeke, as they are pulling the body out of the water, the cover that's covering it up, slides forward. So a large portion of the crowd don't see what happens, but it it just slips as they're pulling this body out on a gurney, out out from the, the edge of the river. And what you see is this bloated human mass. The insides, that stomach cavity, looks like it has been chewed out, eaten through. Small barnacles like crustaceans have already begun to form on the skin, which is pale, almost milky white color in these bloated spots. And this bloodless mass of human flesh that exists on this gurney is just absolutely hideous to behold. And you've seen, you've, you've done your fair share of farm work, you've slaughtered animals before, but this is unlike anything you've ever seen. Whatever killed this person was unlike any animal you've ever encountered. And as you stare at this corpse, this mangled Human being in front of you. I need you to make a sanity check.
4: Oh yeah. That is a two. That's so Insane. Yeah.
1: So as you see it before, you you've seen a you've seen a lot of death in your life, just from an animal perspective, right? Zeke is a, a farmer. He's, he grew up in the woods. You've seen things eaten by wolves and coyotes. You've seen animals get slaughtered before, and despite the fact that it's horrifying to see a human being in this condition, you manage to stomach the site itself. The person is almost unrecognizable to you. The last thing you see is that they do manage to pull out what looks like some sort of a money, like a billfold out of one of the pockets. As the detective is looking through it, he starts walking, you see, you see now Sweets and Kitty behind one of the wagons,
4: waiting to speak to one of the detectives. Zeke's gonna step down off the bumper and we we'll get Tubbs, take off his, his cap and kinda of hold it to his chest. Whatever they pulled out there, it's hard to believe that was once a man. Oh, Why what, what, what makes you say that? Well that uh well that didn't look right to me. Oh. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Alright, eh? Something terrible happened to that man. Like like
3: what? Like gunshot wounds or like knife cuts?
4: Maybe I got in the middle of an argument uh, between a couple of sharks, huh? Are you saying sharks did this? And uh, right, let's say you know, not, uh, not an expert on that. Guess you never know what happens under the water. Up. Uh, Zeke so just kind of clenches his head a little tighter. Anybody we know? Hard to uh, quite make that out from her, considering the state of the, the body, you know. All right. All right. Where's Kitty at? Where's 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 Sweets? But uh, looked like they were up front about to have a little talk with uh with the cops. Up. Uh, talking with the cops. Ah, shit.
1: Uh, Zeke, for record keeping, you do still lose a single point of sanity. Just FYI. Even on a success.
4: Okay. Right. let subtract that.
1: Kitty Hawk and Sweets. Uh, a few moments later, a detective comes around the hood of the car. Everything happening at the river is on the opposite side of this police truck, or van, if you will, kind of blind to what's happening there. But he comes around, and he's going… He's, he's pulling through some documents that are wet, and, and taking them out carefully and just placing them on the hood of the car. And he turns to the two of you and…
5: Yeah, I uh, heard someone's missing a brother over here. Right, that, that would be the lady here. That's me. Uh,
2: am I, I'm Kitty Hawk. My, my brother's name is Orville. He looks just like me, but twins. He's about my height a little taller reddish brown hair oh he's got he's got a birthmark the size of Texas um shape of Texas she'll pull back her sleeve a bit and show him a matching birthmark on her forearm
5: well be it does it does look like Texas well uh I got good news for you I uh don't suspect that this is gonna be him you uh we 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 found this. On the body, you—you you, you got better eyes than me. Can you can you read his his license for me?
2: I'm assuming he's handing her the license. Correct. Or paperwork, yeah, yeah. She'll. It's, she'll it's hold
1: paperwork it at this point, right? Right. Sure. It's essentially, this.
2: Waterlogged. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She'll she'll bring out. She's got a little pair of glasses in her pocket, and she'll pull it
1: out and look. As you take a look at this piece of paper, you start to read through the details. The document belongs to a middle-aged man, for sure. And the name immediately jumps out at you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Chris Mulligan.
2: Wait, hold on. Was that my coworker? Was that his name, Chris?
1: It is. The one who just the previous night went on that date with yeah, Mary. Yeah, went on the date.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Oh. Oh God. Um. Oh. Um. Uh, I. Um. Uh, I. I work with him. I. Are you sure it's him?
5: I can't be too sure, you know. All we've got is this. This ID, uh, you say you work with him.
2: I I do. We we work at the Athenaeum.
5: So what what are you doing here exactly? Why are you out here?
2: I my brother works at the warehouse. I'm I'm looking for him. I need to find a file, a missing persons report with you. I think after, but, uh, these gentlemen are his are his roommates.
5: And you work with Mulligan where exactly?
2: The Athenaeum. Oh, she she points up the road to where it is. It's, it's- oh
5: yeah by uh. Out there by the university. Yes. Well, when was the last time you saw Mulligan?
2: Oh, 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 um.
1: You see, at this point, he's pulled out a piece of, like, a pad, a notepad, and he starts writing things down.
2: It was actually just yesterday. Actually, my other co-worker, Miss Williams, Mary Williams, she and and Mr. Mulligan were going out for a date that evening. You didn't happen to find her, did you?
5: Yes, sir. As far as we know, it's- it's just the one guy. Uh, when was this?
2: Four o'clock, 4.30?
5: Yeah, I'm- I'm not too sure. It looks like he's been in the water a long time, you know, kinda swollen a bit.
2: I could- I could give it a look, if- if you'd- Uh,
5: unfortunately, I- I'm not gonna be able to let you do that. And, uh, what about you, big guy? You, uh, you know this mulligan? Oh, I
1: don't—not on a personal level, for sure. But I, I get a lot of people coming through my shop. Spencer
5: Sweets—the name,
1: hairs of the game. Snaps the
5: suspenders. Spencer Sweets. Uh, all right, uh, shop name. Uh, that'd be sweets. That's with an S. Yeah, got it, got it. And another, another S there, at the end. But it's a smaller S. Right. Uh, and uh, miss on the off chance that maybe. You're correct, and this is the same Chris Mulligan that you know. Is there some way that I can reliably get in touch with you?
2: Oh, I I, I, work, I work there every day except for the weekends, but I also live at the boarding house just down the road, the ladies' boarding house.
5: Uh, which one? St. Mary's?
2: Uh, it's the Thomas Angle, boarding house.
5: Yeah, uh, great, great. Uh, here's my card. Uh, I'm Detective William Stillmore. Here's how you can get in touch with me. Alright, well, uh, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna look at Gusty. And his last known location was uh the J. Brown warehouse, right?
2: Yes, he he was supposed to meet me for lunch and, and never did, and
5: I'm sure he's fine, you know. This this kind of thing, it happens all the time. He's probably just out having a having a good night.
2: Mary wouldn't have had anything to do with this. She's she's very she's very kind.
5: Yeah, you'd be you'd be surprised, so just uh do me a favor and be careful out there. Not that you got to worry, right? You got this big guy traveling around with you.
2: Ah, uh, thank you. <laughs> the expression of, like, I don't even fucking know this guy, but okay.
5: <laughs> Put his card in my,
1: uh, my uh, apron pocket there and just pull out my own and, uh, just kind of give him, a, if you ever want to sharpen up. He looks at you with this look like he hasn't slept in two days. <laughs> yeah, he look like you might need it. Yeah, I'll think about it. Alright, he walks you over to the barricade, pulls it aside. We'll keep an eye out. Get on out of here. Don't forget to stop by. Anything for the fine officers of this city. Hmm. Twitches the mustache a little bit. So as all of you manage to converge again on that street side, a little, a little away from the
4: crowd. Zeke still got his hand, or his, uh, hat clutched to his chest, kinda looking down, shuffling his feet a little nervously. Like, he's, he's not quite sure what just happened.
3: Zeke, you're looking a little, uh, a little weird there. It couldn't have been that bad. You're a farmer, for Christ's sakes.
4: Ah, uh, but, uh, like I said, you know, hard to believe that was once a man. And, uh, well, it uh, remains to be seen if that was a particular man. And Zeke kind of looks nervously towards Kitty. Mom.
2: Yes, it's, hey. it's, it's not my brother. It's It's fine. Everything's fine.
3: Well, so I quick. guess
4: that's good. Zeke lets out a big sigh of relief and the little guy lets his hat go loose and his hands unclenches his fist and puts the cap back on. Looking a little relieved, you know, like not quite as apprehensive.
3: Mm. So, uh, what now? I mean, you guys were down there for a bit.
4: Dubs is right. It's probably lunchtime.
1: Come on. Slaps him on the back. It's hard enough to, like, move him off of his feet a little bit to the same hot dog cart.
2: (laughs) Yes, lunch would be very amenable right now.
1: All right,
3: let's get pork sausages,
1: and we can talk about what, what to do next. <laughs> so you guys can head over to the same hot dog cart, or uh, mm-hmm. there's also the Olympic Diners right around the corner, Kitty. That's your that's your usual spot with uh, Gino. You know, mm-hmm. either either one.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll go there. Yeah, she knows the way.
1: Waybasa Bridge is essentially where that hot dog cart is. It's that big bridge that spans the uh, Providence River, and then you've got the Olympic Diner, which is uh, kind of on the corner, a little ways away from it. You all head back to the warehouse. You squeeze back into uh, Tubbs's car. Tubbs? Uh,
3: all right. I mean, i have been to this place before, I guess. Driven outside of it.
1: You're familiar. It's, it's hard to miss. It's right off the trolley line. And to be honest, it's got a big sign. No one of those big old signs. It says Olympic Diner across the top. It's a pretty well-known spot. I... Particularly, it's close to downtown, close to City Hall. So you've got some City Hall folk that end up there. You also get some people from the college.
2: This is where my brother and I were supposed to have lunch yesterday. We, we come here every... Every month. It's good.
1: I guess I'll have to take your word for it. You take a, a quick ride uh, up Benefit Street. is typically quicker. You head up Benefit Street, turn left, cross the Weibosset Bridge, uh, and you park directly outside the Olympic Diner. It is still early morning at this point, maybe 10 a.m., but not quite lunchtime, but, but some of you have been up uh, since 5, 6 o'clock this morning. Some of you skipped breakfast, so it's uh, lunch is an option. You know, they serve pretty much everything here all day, depending on, you know, what your options are, so. Uh, a older woman, maybe in her mid-forties, greets you with a smile at the door. Her hair is big and, and up, up above her head uh, in this uh, Bob-style fashion. She sh- turns to you and says, uh,
6: Yeah, morning. just the four Yes, yes. Um Yes, just, just the four. I grab a seat. I'll be right with you. Um,
2: I actually, ha, mm? I, I have a question. Um, my my brother and I come here every every month on the same day. Actually, uh, oh, uh, twins, right? Have you seen him lately? Within the past day or so? Yeah. Uh, how do you see how busy. Right, are. no that's offense. Fine. Yeah, I, I'm just checking. Oh, that's that's fine. That's fine. Very helpful.
6: Alright, grab a seat in that booth. Uh, I'll be right there in just a sec. Uh, y- y'all want some coffee? Y- yes, F- four.
3: Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> bah, bah. So the four of you squeeze into this booth, and it it yeah, it, it is a bit of a squeeze with the two <laughs> bigger gentlemen. Right. Also, awesome, on the outside, it's a booth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few moments, the waitress brings over coffee. She she turns to all and says.
6: Uh, Morning. Uh, My name is Melissa. I will be your waitress. You guys want to look over the menu. Uh, I will say Breakfast Champions special today. It's apple pie. You should definitely try some. Apple (laughs)
3: pie sounds delicious. I'll take one. We should probably just get one of those now, right? Right. Right.
6: Uh, All right. Four slices of apple pie. No,
3: the whole pie.
6: Oh, no, actually, eggs Benedict. Extra
2: sauce for me, please. Thank you.
6: All right. Getting right into it. Four slices of apple pie, eggs Benedict, extra hollandaise on the side. Yes.
2: And toast, and orange juice, but only freshly squeezed.
6: And you? He looks like he could use some food. You want a sandwich, honey?
4: He kind of nervously takes off his hat. He he's, clearly he feels out of place being in a being in a, a more upscale establishment, not just like a food stand or something. <laughs> uh, bacon and egg, suck. Thank you kindly, Mom.
6: Bacon and eggs. Uh,
4: I like them uh, soft. Huh? Yep.
6: Eggs soft. Uh, I... All right.
4: <laughs> she
1: walks away. She's just going to yeah. pour a too much sugar in his coffee, an ungodly <laughs> amount, And even for a man like him.
2: <laughs>
1: Stir it with his pinky.
2: I, I appreciate you all coming with me. I, I must admit, I'm still confused why you were searching for my brother in the first place. She points at Zeke, and I understand you, but I... I don't understand why the two of you were searching for him. Well, uh, you
3: see, he's just, he's, he's maybe got some information we need.
2: You'll need to be a little bit more specific.
3: Well, see, we didn't get enough information to be specific.
1: Right, Tobbs is right.
2: So you're just searching for information? Well, we just, we got a job to do.
1: Yeah, and me and Tubbs not one to turn down free lunch, right Tubbs?
2: Yeah, you got that. I guess I don't really understand. I ordered understand you some extra
3: pie, by the way.
2: How you search for information without knowing what you're searching for. He could he could have told you anything. He could
3: have well, you see, read the Pledge th- of Allegiance. Th- think of it like a novel. You know, you got to start somewhere. That doesn't make any sense to me. I'm sorry. Well, you, you know, you, you just got nothing there at the beginning, right? So you got you to gotta start somewhere. You got to piece the pieces together to, to create the picture, you know?
1: Right, right, right. What Tobbs is trying to say is you got to know a guy who knows another guy and then you know what that guy knows and now you've known what one guy that the other guy knows and now he knows more guys, right? Who hired you? These sweets,
2: you you got a real good way of putting it, sweets.
1: Yeah, thanks, Tobbs.
2: None of this makes any sense. Who hired you? Well, you see, it's more of like a favor than a job. Who asked you for the favor, dammit? Well, you see, it's just this guy.
1: Yeah, right. It was one guy who needed a favor, so he talked to one guy, and then they talked to another guy who happened to be me and Tubbs. It's so simple. It's just out the city works love.
3: You're not from around here, are ya? No. See and
1: that's yes. her problem, Tubbs. She doesn't know a guy who knows Scott. I see, right. You
3: gotta you gotta be here a bit to know a few guys, you know?
2: I've lived in Providence since I was ten.
3: Well, so you must know some guys.
1: Picture the hot dog guy over there, right?
4: He knows how many guys do you think that that guy knows, you know?
2: She locks eyes with Zeke, like, pleadingly.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Zeke has been watching this conversation back and forth like a tennis (laughs) match. Just kind of, like, clutching his coffee, not not too sure what to say or do.
3: And look at Sweets' shop, you know? How many people need a haircut? Like, that's like every guy. You just gotta get to know guys. I don't.
1: Why don't I have all four of you? Make another can I roll in. a sanity
2: check? Because I'm yes. losing it right now. <laughs> Ooh, what does that All even those, mean? Those what, are we, skulls, what do the skulls even those skulls mean? Can't do be I just right? die?
4: But it's two of them, which is probably better than one. <laughs> right, it, cancels that. it seems better. The
2: double, the double death.
4: You can like give one to a friend.
2: Great, <laughs> love it.
4: Yeah. So
1: that's a because that's a critical failure. Anything mm-hmm. over a ninety-five. Right? Sure so distracted by this conversation, you are struggling to even understand what these two are talking about. And they they are almost intentionally talking circles around you, Spencer and Telly. You, however, do notice that coming into the diner shortly after you were two other gentlemen, well-dressed, dark trench coats, dark hats, they sat down at a table not far from you. And while they are ordering and drinking their coffee and being trying to be inconspicuous, they are clearly watching you. In particular, Telly and Spencer, you know these two guys. Kitty, why don't you make a psychology check for me? Okay. Yeah, you are. You are completely lost at what is happening.
2: She's she's, she's bewildered. Yeah, and you said two other men had come up.
1: Correct. Although you didn't really notice, it's just two sure. people in the diner, right? But the others, right. the others, uh, again, Spencer and Telly. You, you know who these two are. Tony and Jimmy.
3: Yeah, hey, uh, it's sweets. You just see Tony come in here, yeah. checking up on us. Yeah, Let's go say hi.
1: Sweets so is going to down his coffee and slide out of the booth. Right, right. Be back in one yeah, second. Yeah, just, uh, just got something, got to do real quick. No problem at all.
3: Yeah, I should, uh, should take along with you there.
1: Right, right. Now, yeah. Uh, Tubbs is going to come with me. You guys are going to sit here and, and eat your breakfast, lovely breakfast. I can smell it. It's on its way. No problem. As the two of you get up, go and sit down at that table. Two of them look up at you. Jimmy has a newspaper that he's reading, Providence Daily Journal. Tony stares right at you. Sweets, doesn't take his eyes off. you. He's uh, a little shorter than you, but a similar bill, but a, a big, big burly man. Uh, big scarred on the right side of his face. Just gives you the, the stink eye the entire time. As the two of you sit down, Jimmy uh, folds the newspaper hey uh tony look at these two huh uh, boss sends them out on a job uh, i haven't heard anything it's been uh, a whole day oh come on now jimmy you're not fooling anyone we know what you can't read he's just gonna keep his eyes locked with tony while he's while he's ripping into Jimmy. i mean, wise guy always got a mouth on your sweets gonna get you in trouble one of these days so is that haircut you've got tell you what you come on down to the shop i'll give you one on the house Uh, Tony said he'd give you a haircut. He's trying to get into the business. He can take about eight inches off the top. Hey,
3: no need to get hostile, guys.
1: Yeah, we're just here as friends. Just grabbing breakfast, right? Of
3: course. Hey, hey, mind if we join you for a minute? Yeah,
1: we'd love that. And we'd also love a little bit of, uh, you know, an update.
3: Yeah, yeah, we'll tell you everything we got.
1: All right, and what's that? Well, over there, yeah. You see that right there? Yeah. Don't make it too obvious like you have been, Well, that's the sister. The sister. What is that? What does that mean, Tony? What does he mean when he it's says the sister? What, is that? what does that mean to me? I don't know what the sister is. Like... Gino's
3: sister, you know, the only info you gave us. We went to the apartment and there she was and she was looking for him too. So we figure, you know, she's got to know a bit, right? So we've just
1: been following him around. All right. So what have you found?
3: Well, I guess these guys found this dead guys.
1: Right, right. Dead guy. That's right. Turns out, not Gino. So, we're good.
3: <laughs> Crossing one off the list, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Not Vinny. We're good. <laughs> Paper up.
3: We did find something, you know? Something that Frank might like.
1: <laughs> you found something that Frank might like. You know what Frank would like? If you found his nephew. That's what yeah, Frank would like. of course. But, you know, you gotta pick up a little on the side. So, there's All this right.
3: warehouse, you know? A bunch of antiques. It's just nobody's been up there for ages. I'm sure they wouldn't even notice it gone missing.
1: You're right, Tubbs. Tub's is right. It's got to be worth a fortune. I'll well, say I would have entertained this thought. Right, this, this, whatever. This warehouse, this antique business you want us to go into. Where would I, where would I find these antiques? And how yeah. do I know they're even worth anything?
3: They're on the top floor. You know, the door is labeled five. You can't miss it. And what's, the, got... what's, what's the
1: warehouse? Right. uh...
3: We were just there. I, I can't remember the name.
1: Right. Uh, it's just down the street. You know, the one down there, and then over on around the corner. Was it?
3: Something brown. I don't know.
1: Uh, 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 J- Let me tell you, it sounds J- like the two J- of you J- are brown having a grand warehouse. old time out there on the boss's dime. So here's listen. what I'm gonna tell you. Here's what I'm well, gonna tell you. No, you listen. Okay, okay, okay. You listen to me. You don't talk to tubs like that. All right, tubs
3: like that. We, it's alright, sweet. We right. We got a job to do. Sounds like we're slacking.
1: You better find this man, or Tony and I will love nothing more to hide two more bodies in the river. You understand? You're worried about one dead guy in a river? We'll give you two. We're not playing around here, boys. Do I your haven't. job.
3: We get it. We get it.
1: Sweets' mustache is going to twitch almost uncontrollably. Sweets, thanks for the coffee. Appreciate it. He drops the newspaper and him and... Moneyball get up. The chairs scrape as they push them back and they. Pace is China. Sweet's so gonna reach for some can. Low lives so They never tip when they come for haircuts either.
3: It would be. It's been like eight hours. You know? Come on.
1: So, is that up high? I think that's up high. Come on, Tubbs.
3: Hey, should we like tell them the truth? Maybe speed things up a bit?
1: If it would help.
3: Yeah, probably not.
1: So it's probably better to keep them out of this. They're a nice, respectable folk, tubs. <laughs> <Unlike you.
3: laughs> I'm like so- you. Sorry, sweets. I get a little ahead of myself.
1: One then. Okay, so the waitress looks at the two of you as you both sit back down. She's uh, brought all the food over, and for Kitty and Zeke. Did you guys do anything while they were away? The two of them just get up and start talking uh, to these other two men at a different table? Uh, or you just um, wait for your Yeah, food no no no, time.
2: I I think as as uh, they're going back it, it there is like a long period of like awkward silence probably. But Kitty eventually is just I I I don't trust them. I don't understand why they're being so obtuse about everything. Do you know them?
4: Never lay eyes on them for my life, no. no. Talk a lot of nonsense, I give it that.
2: I just don't understand why they would be looking for my brother. Have you heard anything at the warehouse? He's not in trouble, is he?
4: Uh, Ah, besides, uh, you know, getting Zeke to cover his shifts when he's going off to see yourself, ma'am.
2: Wait, hold on. Does he talk about himself in the third person? (laughs) (laughs) Am I just now noticing
4: this? No, no, that is... That's just a one-off.
2: Oh, okay, okay. It's like, oh my god. Um, I... It's just all very confusing. I don't understand... Where that came from? Why him? My brother's just ordinary.
4: Yeah, yeah, and uh, mighty strange, you know. Asking, asking me to cover for him, and and shows up middle of the night, won't say a word, you
2: Well, that makes sense. He tends to party quite a bit, but for him not to show up for two days and not answer any phone calls, I, I don't know.
4: She so um, just looks kind of unsure and clutches his hat. <laughs> so the waitress comes
1: back over at that point and starts bringing the food down.
6: The other two coming back, are you all going to eat this all by yourself? Now, if you do eat this all by yourself, I'll expect you to also pay for it all by yourself.
1: <laughs> Pie looks delicious.
6: <laughs> Anybody need more coffee while I'm here?
2: No, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you.
4: Great. Coffee
3: here, miss, please.
4: Yeah, I'll, I'll yes, get another please. one. Zeke holds up. his cup with a nod. Mm-hmm. Fills, fills it back
1: up. Thanks, gorgeous. Right, There's so me. those guys were guys who know other guys, right? Like I was saying before, you just, you're just not quite getting it. That's all right. Uh, But, see, that guy knows another guy who's looking for another guy who sent us to find a guy who knows another guy. And that guy happens to be Gino.
3: I don't know how to get more clear, you know? Why let's are they looking say, for my brother? Let's just say somebody's somebody's cousin or a guy he knows is missing or something, you know? She
2: picks up her knife and stabs it into the table.
3: Hey, hey, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> I now, I may out. be a woman,
2: but I've been around the block a time or two.
3: You know, you know,
2: sometimes you're just not supposed to talk about it. Well, you're going to start talking about it.
3: It, you seem pretty convincing with a knife in your hand there.
2: Well, that's very convenient because I now have the number for a Detective Williams who would be very interested to know that two strange men are now involved in the disappearance of my brother and won't give up any information about it. How about well, that?
4: Well, While they're talking, Zeke's going to discreetly reach over and just take the knife out of the table?
2: <laughs> just she's <completely laughs> abandoned abandon it. Uh, shit, sweets. My name is Kitty Hawk. Uh, not you man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> not... <laughs> sorry <laughs> i forget is that hyphenated ah shit okay so like may- maybe a friend of ours right a guy we know he's he's got like his nephew's missing right and and Alleg- the last... allegedly uh, uh, allegedly right just like Gino's missing right but it, it seems it, <laughs> it seems like they maybe allegedly knew each other
2: did I get it right, sweets?
1: Yeah, that's what it right. tubs pretty much something. Uh, well
2: so I listed my aunt in my background, but I did not list an uncle. Do I, am I aware of an Uncle Frank?
1: You are not aware of an Uncle Frank. You would know no. if you had an Uncle Frank.
2: Right.
3: See, G, Gino's not the nephew, you know? It's it's Gino's friend is the nephew, right? And they was, you know, collaborating on some stuff, allegedly. What, what do you mean
2: I collaborating?
3: Do you, we, we don't know.
2: Like... I mean, maybe that's
3: what we're here to try to find out, right?
1: Right. What Tubbs is trying to say is we don't know the guy that knows the guy that knows, right? Because that's how it works, like we've been trying to say.
3: Are you going to stop looking for him? We're going to stop looking for him? You know, no. No, we ain't stopping. We can't stop. It's a job. How much are they paying you? Yeah, enough to not say no.
2: Pulls the little detective's card out of her pocket and just kind of like idly, idly playing with it.
3: Eh, uh, you keep threatening the, calling the detective. Yeah, that's not cool. Nobody likes a snitch.
2: This is my brother we're talking about. Don't you have any family? Anyone you love?
3: Yeah, I, I love sweets. I tools.
2: Well, I'm just saying, I, I work in a library. I'm very good at finding out information.
3: Hey, you're, you're the perfect ally. Maybe we should find this Gino, and then we could find maybe, you know, who we're, who, we're, who we're looking for
1: similar goals and all, you know, there's no reason to involve any police, you know, no, no, uh, we're just talking.
3: I I think we should have made this clear, but we don't want harm on Gino.
2: I don't believe you yet, but it's fine. But no funny business, any funny business, the slightest bit. Yeah, you'll stab us, all right, we you. I won't stab you, don't be silly.
1: The knife, though.
3: See, now you're not the one making sense you gonna kill us with your whites? Maybe. Can she do that?
1: Maybe she's been understanding the whole time playing dumb tubs and she doesn't know a guy that knows a guy that maybe. You could
3: think do I was dabbing. playing dumb?
1: <laughs> maybe she knows all the guys. Maybe she's been playing us the whole time, tubs.
3: So, all right, let, let's try and put all we know on the table here.
2: Uh, I took the two scraps of paper that I found with me, by the way. Um... Yep. Uh, I don't know who Francis Torcelli is, but he lives, I think, right up the street. And it's yeah, that's Clark. pretty close. It looks like a blueprint of maybe Rhode Island, R.I., Rhode
3: Island. Alright, so say this Gino was, you know, maybe on a job, right? Could this be information on said job?
2: I don't know. Isn't that your job to figure out? Well, yeah, that's why we're putting the clues on the table. Well, I'm not here to help you with that, I'm here to find my brother. Yeah, and and us helping isn't helping.
1: I thought we were helping. Yeah. I thought we were helping. Speaking of helping, can helping. I have? Let's have. can I have tubs. <laughs> I to God. And sweets.
2: They're so annoying. <laughs> make,
1: <laughs> make. Uh, I guess what what I would what we're gonna call a no like a no roll.
4: Mhm.
1: So tubs and sweets. It's literally just your education. You have to roll lower than your education.
2: Oh, that's gotta be oh, difficult.
1: Education. Oh, sixty five. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm I'm dumb.
3: or no, you I'm smart. No, I no, that's know.
1: you're smart. Yeah, sixty five is good Tubbs, on the other hand. <laughs>
2: it's like
1: not putting the pieces together. Sweets, do you show them that piece of paper?
2: Um, yeah, sure. Wait, uh, yeah, she lays both of them out on the table on her side. Not like out for like public. Yes, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, there. Yeah. They're visible.
1: Which is good because, as as uh, Sweets is eating the pie, it's just kind
2: of just going everywhere, crumbling,
1: Mm right? Kind of pointing as I eat it. She would have done like
2: the subtle, like watching for any hands reaching out and just subtly sliding them back towards her.
1: So, so Sweets, in particular, in your line of work, you have to know a guy. You get to know people. What I'm trying to say. So names are something that sticks out to you, and the name on the paper. Francis Torricelli sticks out to you. And what also sticks out to you is the fact that the address listed is not Francis Torricelli's address. Francis Torricelli lives on the other side of town, in Federal Hill.
2: Francis, Frank, I mean, it could make sense, doesn't it? It could be a woman, I guess.
1: But but that's not where he lives. That's the problem. And he's going to use, like, a little... He's gonna use a little kind of like crumb of this pie and like, kind of move it far away from like where it kind of like shows the address. See, he, he's here, and this is here, and that's not there. Uh, I'm a bit better with faces. <laughs> that may be that may be my fault. but hold on, did I put Francis Vinny? No, it's Vincent Vinny, right? Yeah. Yeah. Frank, so Frank I just is, I put the Frank wrong name. The I put the wrong name on the
2: on the paper. So, on the paper.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's my fault. That's my bad, but it's, so it's Vinny Vinnie Torricelli is who you're looking for, and that's the name that should be on the paper. Okay. Oh, really? Right. It's too, too many Italian names. So, we got to figure out what he was doing here then.
2: Well, I don't know anyone like that. That would be your domain.
1: Lucky for us, we know a guy with a cop.
2: Well, lucky for us, the, the actual address is right up the block, so we can walk there first.
3: Or we could take the cab, you know, the meter's still running. No harm. That's fine. I didn't think she'd go for it. Might get paid.
2: Oh, you're expecting us to pay the fare after you lied to me about my brother.
3: Ah, Lying is such a careful word, you know? I thought we were friends. Allegedly, we never
1: lied. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say say allegedly. Allegedly, we're friends. (sighs) Amazing. Okay, so as as you all finish and
2: oh no, Kitty eats uh, everything.
1: Okay, yeah, not a crumb left.
3: Yeah, not but a crumb I've, left.
1: I look on with
4: longing eyes. <laughs> you are gonna eat that? Uh, mm.
3: I got I got some pie left for you. Thanks, Tubbs.
4: Hey. Zeke's so, table manners, by the way, are immaculate during this entire conversation. <laughs> like he's like he's having tea with the Queen, carefully watching the conversation, trying trying to take it all in. Not not a crumb leaves his plate. <laughs> Great.
1: So, all of you finish up, uh, who covers the bill? Do you split it? I thought she was blind.
2: Of course, he, of course he did. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Kitty, Kitty will, he'll pay for it. I make a good wage.
1: It's not too bad, but you pay for all the food. Yeah, sure. All of you, uh, exit the diner. The, uh, waitress turns and she says…
6: Uh, yeah, I, I'll, um, I'll let your, your brother know if I see him that, uh, that you're looking
2: for him. Yes, please do, thank you. Head to
1: 23 Arsenal. Okay. As soon as uh, Sweets gets out the door, he gives his belly a big pat with both hands. Oh, that was good.
3: You ate like one and a half pies, Tubbs. I mean, Sweets. Oh, my.
1: I I know I was calling myself actually Tubbs a second ago because of how I feel after all that pie. It's
3: like we're one person.
1: (laughs) All right. All of you pile back into the cab, a little tighter squeeze than before, and head up North Main Street towards Arsenal Street. Now, Arsenal Street, sort of a historic area. A lot of the buildings are these older colonial, even some of them dating back to the Civil War times. The the street itself gets the name from the Rhode Island State Arsenal, which is on the eastern side of the street. This giant castle-looking stone structure. Directly across from that is the First Baptist Church, this massive white-steepled churchyard this big green that goes all the way around it. As you turn down one of those historic buildings, you start to count the addresses looking for 23. As you pull up out front, there's no driveway parking the street in front of the building. This pretty plain, off-white wood house, very basic colonial ranch style sits in a yard with the grass a little overgrown. Though the structure itself seems old, it could be maybe 50 or 100 years even, like a lot of this area, it is very unkept. There is a fence that encircles the back of the house that is falling down in places. The weeds have overgrown the front porch. Several of the windows have been boarded up.
3: So, uh, this is the place?
2: That's what it said.
1: This doesn't look like the type of place that Vinny would hang out. What about your brother?
2: Does it look like we would hang out at a place like this?
1: Seems a bit odd.
2: Oh, are you suddenly scared now?
1: No. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should just drive around the block, though. Maybe, you know, take e- care, Survey the scene.
2: She's I walking just... right up. I don't know if it's, like, a porch thing. Like, we're going right up to whatever's... Boarded up door.
1: So as you walk up the stairs of the front porch, each step creaks. As you walk up at the, the wood itself has been untreated for some time. The door looks sturdy, like some sort of oak or a very classic style. It seems to be the only thing, as if the door itself is the only thing holding the building up. It's, it's almost a, it, like if, if that door came down, the entire structure would fall down around it, but it seems sturdy. Posted on the front of the door, Kitty, is a notice that's been hammered in with a nail, which looks like a construction permit from the city.
2: Okay. Any date on it?
1: Uh, you look through the document, and you can see the, uh, none of the names are anything you recognize, but you do see a date three months ago.
2: Well, it's abandoned now. Yeah, what wh- would you find up there?
1: Yeah, wh- what's that say?
2: Why don't you come up here and look? Or can you not read? No, I, c- I, c- I can read. So steps, I don't
3: trust really. If I follow up behind her and start taking a peek at the paper,
1: I'll test the stairs thoroughly before uh, ascending. Yeah. yeah, they creak and bend underneath your weight, sweets, but it holds as you make your way up them. The paper, you see the same thing that Kitty does. It looks like it is a like a renovation construction permit, explaining you know noise ordinances and things like that
2: taking a quick glance up and down the block. Busy street? Not busy street?
1: Not a busy street. Most Um, of the structures, you have the church across the way. There are a few houses that span out to the left and a couple more to the right before you get that big massive stone Arsenal building. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of traffic coming back and forth. It's the corresponding streets, it's in between Benefit and North Main, which are very busy streets.
2: No hesitation. Kitty is kind of just looking up and down this building, kind of maybe walking to the side of it. Uh, I'm looking for any kind of, like, loose-looking boards or windows that aren't boarded, or...
1: So the windows are all boarded up.
2: Okay. Uh, Nothing
1: looks particularly loose, but go ahead and make a spot hidden check for me.
2: You got it. Not good.
1: So you don't notice anything, any other entryway directly into the building. What you do notice is the backyard. There's a fence, and the door to the fence to the backyard does just swing open and sway in the wind and it creaks loudly as it does back and forth.
3: Oh, back here. I I immediately follow. So, uh, you you think, you think, uh, Gino here might have been into real estate? Or what?
2: Well, I don't know, but I intend to find out. But, But you keep
3: saying that, like it's not the point of it or something. We're all trying to find out here. Just trying to talk it out, you know? Come up Do with I think ideas. he was involved in
2: real estate? I don't I don't know at this point. My brother You said you got this intuition, you know, this twin thing happening. I don't know what he's thinking, but last night, something's strange. Like like a bad feeling or a vision or something, and and then we sold that gun, and I just something's not right. Ooh. what's well, well, back here? Oh, anyway. I hear something. <laughs> I
3: don't know if that's I don't hear nothing.
1: Sweets is gonna think about the note on the door real quick and, like, oh, wait, that's a clue. We should, we should get that. I'll be right back. Good thing it's Sweets. Right.
2: And if people are out looking for him, then I'm worried. It's not like him to be involved in anything like this. And she gestures uh, at Sweets and Tubbs, uh, and they're up to no goodings.
3: Hey, you don't gotta assume the waste.
1: So you all go around the back of the building through that backyard? Yeah. Okay, great. Zeke, what are you doing throughout all
4: of this, I guess? So Zeke's checking out uh, the overgrowth in the backyard, seeing if there's any any signs of, uh, like, a, like, a trail somebody might use, any signs of traffic. Oh, I'm they, they can really, like, high steps through the tall grass, like it's something he's used to.
1: Uh, you can make a generic, like, a track, or I think you have...
4: Let me see if I can look it up here. Track, okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's a base of 10, so it's not great. So was a failure. Yeah, you don't see any tracks through the overgrowth. What I will give you is you, as you enter the backyard, a lot of the overgrowth around the side of the house seems as if it has been walked on more than what's in the front. And as all of you step back there, the backyard, it looks very similar to the front. It is overgrown. Weeds have pretty much overtaken all the way up to the back of the house. The grass is that tall uh, sprouting grass at this point in spring, right? Where it's seeding. So it gets uh, those uh, little seeds at the end of it, uh, kind of whisks back and forth in the backyard. It's tall. It's, it's nearly as tall as you, Kitty, back here. But a lot of it has been pushed down or, or, or is definitely more worn as you get closer to the house. There is a back door to the house itself, which looks very similar to the front, although not nearly as sturdy, and a bulkhead, this rusted metal, iron, like, brownish red-colored bulkhead that does have a shiny chain and bolt on it.
2: She touches it, kind of riles it a little bit, and um, looks back at the men. I, I can't break this. Uh, Sweets.
1: All right, let's take a look here. Uh, So it's like a, it's like a, a chained, with yeah, it's a, it is a heavy, thick chain with a with a padlock on it. And and this is just the back door. We go the that's way? not the back door. That's the oh. bulkhead. There's the oh, back the door. It's a couple steps up. Yeah. Is this like small back door that leads into maybe a kitchen area or whatever? Whatever leads into the the side of this building. Hmm. Eh. Right. I'm not sure. Oh, I can break this. Try
3: shooting the padlock, but that you know, gets kind of unwanted attention.
1: Do have is there any any like shed that maybe there'd be some tools then, or something, something we could maybe use to break through? Yeah, you don't you don't see a shed of any kind. Uh, the only other thing you see is that that door to the back of the house. Right. I got an idea. Maybe there's a key in the house. Right. That's a great idea. Right, I thought so. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Sweet. So you walk up to that front door and you reach down to the handle. The door itself and you're a you're a strong guy if you turn the handle and you feel that the door is locked but with just a little bit of extra force the lock actually just rots out of it you can see it just pull like the door itself almost crumbles as you push it inward and as that wood rots away you can see uh, just a couple of those like, little carpenter, like, termites that just come, sp- like, scurrying out from inside the door. You start crawling all along the side of the doors so and pushes inwards. It's just going to back away and just kind of swipe at my arms. Right, right, Tubbs, you're up. Right.
3: <laughs> all right. Uh, just termites, right?
1: Right. Nothing to worry about.
3: <laughs> I go stomping my way in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So the door swings and creaks open. The whole frame of it is just starting to rot. You can see the interior isn't much better. What you walk into is the the back door of a kitchen area, although a lot of it has been gutted. Piping has been removed. Uh, Everything in the the sink itself looks ruddy in this brown, black, almost reddish mud, kind of cakes the inside of the faucet or inside of the sink. The cabinets, uh, several of the doors have fallen off and just swing lazily. Uh, every once in a while, out of the corner of your eye, you'll see the scurry of, of some sort of insect. Uh, heavy cobwebs just line the inside of the building.
3: Ah, oh, this place is. Jeez, how long's it been since somebody's been in here? Do I see any signs of uh, anything
6: clean or new? If you looked at the door.
3: It's yeah, been at least seven like, months. I just thought, you know, sweets was just too strong for his own good.
1: <laughs> so you walk through the rest of the house. You, you continue to go through the next room. Is this dining room? This old, old wooden table, which has also started to rot. The um, this like green mold is growing up from the legs and, and making its way all the way across the table.
3: Uh, seeing the mold, I kind of pull my jacket up <laughs> over my face. It's a bit hard to breathe in here. Uh. Uh,
1: It opens up into this foyer-type area. A set of stairs heads from that front door, which has a a deadbolt and a chain on it as well. You see the stairs leading up. Many of the stairs have broken in, and it looks like going upstairs would be very difficult. And then around the side, down a thin hallway, is another door with one of those shiny new chains and padlocks on it.
2: In inside the house?
1: Inside the house. So it looks like a door that would—you're uh, oh, assuming—goes okay. to the basement. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. The the other thing you notice is dirt all over the floor, scattered around. This heavy, thick, brownish-red dirt just is just put like in piles in certain places on the floor, and mixed amongst it are tools. Sledgehammers, pickaxes, uh, a couple
4: lanterns, some rope.
3: Hey, hey, uh, Zeke, hey, come check
4: this out. Zeke kind of gingerly enters the building, looking around like he's kind of nervous, like he knows he's doing something he shouldn't. But at the sight of the tools, he uh, he relaxes visibly and predictably starts to handle and examine them and, and, you know, evaluate their quality.
3: So what do you think about the dirt? It's kind of... Is it the same color, you know, that you seen on Gino? What do you mean? Well, didn't Zeke say Gino was covered in
4: dirt?
2: Oh, that's right, that's right. Yes, I, I... That's right. I, I, I remember that. Well, was it?
4: Zeke's, like, in the middle of pantomiming, using a pickaxe. Upon receiving the question, he kind of stops <laughs> and considers for a moment, looking at the, the end of the axe. Looks over at uh, Tubbs and back again. Um, uh um Yeah. yeah that looks like dirt all right that yeah
2: right <laughs> but was it the same that was on Gino look it, it's got a strange color yeah it's kind of like red
4: I mean Zeke's nervousness intensifies as he like nervously studies studies the dirt is is oh. there a resemblance to uh outside of being dirt
2: Zeke got there... colorblind <laughs> <laughs>
4: Well, it was pretty dark. Does, does the dirt look like dirt? Is what you're asking me?
2: No, like uh, <laughs> it's, it's like okay, so it's like a reddish kind of dirt. So like, and Gino was covered in dirt. So
1: yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. <laughs> uh, make um, make another spot hit, Zeke. That is uh that is a failure. Yeah. Yeah, you, you you try your hardest to think back on that image, but it's like your brain is filled with this like sudden, like humming sound, this vibrating, like a static. And as you, every time you try to see Gino, it's like the, the image blinks in your mind. Suddenly it's like, where, where could this, what is happening, right? Is it mental, this mental picture just cannot seem to formulate. And it was dark. So maybe it's, you know, you haven't
4: slept much in the last two days. You're not really certain. You just can't seem to place it. Zeke looks kind of kind of lost for a moment as he thinks about it. And the pickaxe slips out of his hand, falls to the rest of the tools with a clatter, which makes him jump. And he looks back nervously at everyone. Uh, Not quite sure. It was uh, rather dark.
2: That's fine.
4: Well, let's just say hypothetically, you know, that Gino
3: was out here helping Vinny. dig a hole. I mean, you got the tools. You got the dirt. You got the dirt on Gino.
4: Zeke's eyes glaze over at the word hypothetically. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what, what's happening
1: there? I don't hear all the jingling.
3: Hey, you should come Take in here way for a minute.
4: Carefully,
1: like where he puts his feet, it's not to fall through anywhere. Yeah, and the wood just creaks under every footstep. The corner of your eyes, uh, again, you see there's large spiders just crawl. Mm. Cobwebs are on the insects out of the corner of the mirror just because they're scurrying all over this place. It's disgusting. What? Particularly Bowling. for a, such a well well manicured individual as yourself.
3: Alright, so we, we we got two doors here, right? And they're both padlocked from the outside? It's not like we're gonna find company if we break in.
1: All right, what's all this here? I'm just gonna kinda pick up the tools like one in each hand, maybe. Yeah.
3: Hey you think you could pry that padlock open with those pickaxes? Well you know, this was a Troy.
1: Okay, so uh, which one are you going for, inside or outside? I guess the inside one. We're, we're here. I think I'm. Gonna, I think I'm gonna try to like use the point end of the pickaxe to like twist the the chain around like where the lock is, and then hit it with a sledgehammer. Try to try to snap it. You should make a roll with your strength. Oh no! Yeah, so that's a success. No, it's a success, yeah. Oh, oh Of course it is okay so with a single um uh, you said spencer you're how were you how are you lining that up again for me just sorry. right so i once knew a guy right and he told me the secret to hitting any good sledgehammer is all in the grip and he's gonna kind of fold his sauce his fingers and together not a, not apart from like uh, kind of whole people like hold their hands like a golf club like really measuring it out and like, Then he's going to take the pickaxe and just kind of twist the chain up a little bit in between and then put it through two parts and then he's going to try to hit the head of the the pickaxe kind of just right through it all perfect yeah so with one big mighty swing you bring that down and that the chain just uh, splits right open the padlock rips off of it uh nomad for the the might of sweets there and it rattles and falls and clatters you can hear it fall down a couple stairs before hitting somewhere beyond the door.
3: Ah, uh, Sweets, you're not just a barber.
1: Well, thanks, Tubbs. But I uh, um, uh, need somebody to test the steps first before I go.
3: Yeah, I'll do it, Sweets. I got it. I'm going to be a bit more careful this time, you know?
1: Maybe I have a lighter or something I could give you. I don't know. It looks, it looks pretty dark.
3: Hey, this, uh, I saw some lamps on the ground back there. Maybe we could light one up.
1: So you, you grab the lamps. <laughs> right. <What> lantern. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you yeah. Go. Kitty ain't going
2: down there. Kitty Hawk is not going down there.
1: <laughs> you,
4: so you, uh, so the two are you. What about Zeke? What are you doing? Well, Zeke's, Zeke's kind of torn. He looks back and forth between like the stairs and Kitty and the pile of tools and looks flustered for a moment and takes off his cap and clutches it and makes his way down the stairs. Yeah.
2: I'll, I'll keep an eye out just in case anyone comes.
4: So you and Tubbs grab lanterns and both you know, make your way. Did you grab a tool? Zeke as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Zeke, yeah. Uh, he's got a pickaxe. He's okay. pretty comfortable with that. All right, so with a, uh,
1: a lantern in one hand and a pickaxe in the other, uh, you, with your matches that you had earlier, uh, tubs easily like the lanterns, uh, which are those just kerosene ones, and you adjust them a little bit and you take them downstairs. The stairs, again, creak as you go down, but they, they actually seem relatively sturdy as you make your way. basement as you go down is this old stone basement, each cobbled stone bit that has been uh, put into place the old original foundation of this this old old house out of the corners of your eyes you can see things scurrying in the dark in between those stones somewhere deep into the earth beyond the house and as the lantern light hits the bottom floor up to that first step probably about ankle-deep for most of you is completely filled with water Somewhere beyond in the lantern light, you do see, uh, in the water, there's a, a few tables, big stacks of burlap sacks that are just stacked against each wall. Some more mining equipment is just laying around rusting in the water. Uh, the, the table seems to have a few pieces of paper on it, particularly a big, uh, one larger uh, like furled piece of paper. It's a little curled now in the damp air of this basement. And it it flutters a little bit on the table as you kind of follow where the wind is coming from. And there is this massive carved hole that has been dug out in the bottom of the, in the basement, in the wall. And then a little further beyond, you can see the the steps in that uh, small tunnel that leads up to that bulkhead that leads outside. Right, looks like damn fools hit a uh, water line or something.
6: Are you all right down there?
4: There Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just a little bit of water. Afraid I might need no socks. Uh-huh. Huh? If I am yeah, going in there, if I do, I'm going to have to take off my shoes.
3: i want to take a look at what's on the table over here.
1: All right, maybe we can float you across on some board yeah. or something.
3: It's not the first time I got my shoes wet, you know?
1: All right, so Tubbs, you splash down into the water unafraid. Uh, the surface underneath is slick and slippery
3: hey
1: oh, oh, yo! Hey. <laughs> gotta get my balance slowly kind of wade through this ankle deep maybe maybe up to your shins water <laughs> and as you wade through to the table you uh a strong gust of wind comes from that that dark cavernous hole that has been carved into the wall oh you reach out suddenly and just stop the the papers as best you can from falling off the table the one that's laid out before you is a map of Providence, but on it is a dotted line that seems to connect somewhere from this house in Arsenal Street. Drawn through it is a pathway that leads to to somewhere on Union Street.
3: I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm no detective, but I think we got to map this hole here.
1: All right. And, uh, where does it go?
3: Yeah, uh, looks, looks like somewhere on Union Street.
2: Union Street? It goes across the river. Uh, yes. Well, that doesn't seem very smart.
3: Hey, maybe, you know, you got to keep it a secret. I don't know. Who knows what they was up to?
2: They could have drowned themselves.
3: Maybe it was worth the risk.
2: I, I suppose. Um, is there anything else down there? If not, we, we should come up and leave. We're, we're still trespassing.
3: There's another piece of paper here.
1: What's this one? So the other one you find is, uh, again, it's it's a lot of just technical mining documentation. Uh, like how to and, and, and where to place it. Some of it is uh, supply needs. Uh, but it looks like they were digging a tunnel.
2: Yeah, no shit.
1: Under the river. <laughs> somewhere in Union Street, right? That was the original, that was the plan, and a lot of it has been for that. Another piece of paper that you find is a uh, set of, uh, you yeah, like, written notes. The last thing you see is, like, an unfinished telegram. Like, a like it was, like, being written, but hadn't been sent yet.
3: I'll just gather those papers up and put them in my pocket and take a quick peek in these sacks.
1: So you go over to the sacks, and as you pull them... Open the, uh, the smell it hits you first. It's like wet earth. It just looks like rock and stone and, and gravel that has been pulled from the holes. Right, right. But why put the dirt in the sacks? Right.
3: Hey, I don't know. You think of a better way to carry it through the hole?
1: Right, uh,
3: well, I guess. I guess maybe not. Not everybody's
4: got a sweets <laughs> We're all kind of out of the option, I suppose, with the rivers coming through. Out hauling dirt out and folks aren't asking questions, huh? That's why you put it in socks. Ah, you've done this before, Zeke. Nope. Nope. Yeah, maybe, nope. maybe maybe, if they had Zeke, they would hit a river.
1: I you give Zeke a back clap. Mm-hmm. So all of you head back up the stairs, the stairs creaking loudly as you head back up.
2: Did you see? Actually, did you see what the telegram said? I was gonna show everybody the papers. Oh, I think.
3: Uh, so this is what I got.
1: So yeah, so you see a lot of the uh, the technical mining stuff. You see the uh, the map for the planned tunnel, as it were, uh, and then the the last missive that you see that is, is like hastily written before it just kind of scratches off. Suddenly, is yeah, hit a <laughs> snag. Stop. stop. There's something big down there. Stop.
2: I'm gonna pull out my ripped piece of telegraph. Does this line up?
1: So the telegraph hasn't been completely filled out, so there's oh, no other right. information other than the text. There's no okay. receiving yeah, any of it.
3: So they hit a snag. My guess is the tunnel doesn't really uh, connect. I don't know. We could go digging.
2: Uh, absolutely not. Uh, that's... that's.
3: Oh, we could just take a ride program. over to Union Street. See what's going on over
2: there. Yes, that seems much more sensible. Good idea, Kitty. I I don't understand why they would be digging into the Providence River, but if it has anything to do with those antiques, I I don't know. Maybe they're looking for Civil War artifacts. I I don't know. Uh, anybody know
3: anything that's on Union Street? I know there's a couple of hot dog stands.
2: Actually,
1: Sweets gets me to stop by. Right, right. I think yeah. I think maybe Sweets make a make an education roll. Success. You do know something on Union Street because it's where you do your banking. Right. I know a guy, right, told me, best bank, Union Street. I went in there, such good service. They always take care of me. Business loans, no problem. Advance, no problem. Line of credit, no problem. It's a, it's a, it's a good place. Yeah. Union trust.
2: Are you saying they were digging into the bank?
1: Right, yeah, see, I'm not saying that, but this piece of paper that some guy wrote, yeah, I think so.
3: Oh, Lord. I, I mean, coming in so underground, stupidest. that's that's not a bad idea.
2: Uh, that's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. Yeah, but w- what's the flaw?
1: Well, they did hit a river, tubs.
2: Yeah,
3: but <laughs> besides that…
1: <laughs> well, people drown, tubs.
3: You think this river was the little snag they hit?
1: Well, they did say it was uh, something big, right?
3: You think they would have looked at a map before doing it?
1: Yeah, maybe they should have hired a cabbie. Hey, you're not that
2: Maps of my life. It still seems foolish to me. Either way, they're going to run into the bank, and what do they intend to do then? Don't answer that. Hey, those those
3: blueprints he got. Does that does it look like a bank or anything? Wait, that's it. Yeah. That's a really good point, Tobes.
2: Uh, the ones we got, or did y'all?
3: Well, the ones I, I mean, you laid them on the table. I couldn't really see.
2: Oh no, hold them so up, actually... Because right,
3: you put them upside
1: down for it's, us. It's so not actually
2: can... blueprints. It's—it's it's notes about the blueprints. It just—it just says RI uh, 25. Philip Clark. Do you know Philip Clark?
3: I—I uh, I don't think I've ever heard of him.
2: Well, I don't know if you've ever been in a city, but usually there's <laughs> districts by numbers. So I'm assuming R.I., Rhode Island, 25th, 25th District. It's a small state.
3: All right, so, uh, you know, where do we go to find out this information? You know, maybe the library?
2: That's called City Hall. generally. Me. Uh, I mean, I know
3: where that is. And Maybe we should find out this district. Or maybe, you know, we got a map pointing to somewhere. Maybe we should go that way. I
2: don't know. Either way's a start. Let's get out of this house. It's giving me the creeps.
1: Yeah, Best idea you had. You on that
2: one. You'd be surprised. I tend to have a lot of them.
1: Exiting the house, you make it back through. As you're all leaving, can I get one more spot hidden check from all four of <laughs> Hey,
2: there we go. There we go, Tubbs.
1: Perfect. So as as we're leaving. Kitty, Zeke, Spencer, the three of you, in the front yard. See, just just as you're you're turning that fence, cars speeding away.
2: Oh gosh, I think I'm like she's like leaping back behind the fence, like hiding, like peeking, peeking, but hiding.
1: Tubbs, as you're exiting the building, something catches your eye, and you turn behind you. It's just, it's like a shadow like Of a person in the house just walking back through that dining room, you never see anyone, you just see their like shadow moving across the wall.
2: You guys catch that? Yes, someone's watching us. Oh, I'm assuming it's your two friends from earlier. They just fell yeah, yeah. off that way. Yeah, they do that, it's okay. I'm in mean,
3: inside the house, just got a weird whatever. It must have
1: been the box. Right, I knew a guy once said he saw cockroach the size
5: of a dog.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm surrounded by idiots. I, uh,
3: I think I'm losing my mind. It might be lack of sleep. Uh, hey, let's uh, let's get out of here.
1: All right, so all of you uh, head back out to the street. Tell us you go back to your car, and one of the windows has been broken. Ah, shit. Not
3: again. <laughs> what they take this time? I immediately check the club bar.
1: You look around. Nothing appears to be taken. There's like broken glass all over the back seat. I start picking it up like little peanuts in my big fingers. Oh, it's I'm, so, I'm sorry.
3: Ah, uh, the... Kind of grab a rag that's sitting where my passenger seat would be and just start swiping it away. at kids these days. I mean, I didn't
2: even hear it break. I'm, I'm sorry, I, um.
3: It's okay. I'd say don't worry, the city pays for it. But uh, that's not the case here. It's got to come out of Tubbs pocket.
1: As all of you come out of the house, gathered around the car, start to clean the glass out. Looking around, and it's a funny observation, you didn't hear the glass break, but all of you kind of just suddenly in that moment realize that it's kind of late in the afternoon. How long were you in there? You look at the sky, Spencer, you pull out your watch. That can't be right. It's almost four o'clock.
3: We missing something?
1: This is.
2: I mean,
3: I don't know. We go in there for like ten minutes, you know. We come outside, and bing bada boom. You got the darkness coming.
2: I mean, it was it. that's it, it, normal in a dark place, unfamiliar. It's been a strange day. It's it's it um it's it, it's fine. Kind of like shaking her head a little bit, shaking it off. Yeah, we yeah we lost track of time,
4: right? It happens. I'm just like waking up from a nap, that, huh? Yes, we can't go to the bank now, which
3: Close. Is, uh, City Hall still open?
2: Uh, you usually need to make an appointment to find those things. We can, we could do it in the morning.
3: Yeah, it's only four o'clock, we gotta find something to do. Maybe we go back in the house, eh? See how long time passes, eh?
1: <laughs> As you make that suggestion, Tubs, it's like a squirming feeling, like a, that, that creeping sensation, like something is crawling on your skin. Like it's just, just on the back of your neck.
3: Now, what is that? Now, what is that? <laughs>
1: you slap your hand on it, blow it away. It's just a, a millipede.
3: I swear, these things are going to take over one day. <laughs> That's disgusting, Tubs. <laughs> Fix it up and froze it on the ground. Okay, maybe not back in the house eh you got to shout before you ever come back into
1: my shop that's for sure can't <laughs> track those in there you know i've got a fine establishment to run
3: hey right my boots are wet as I kick them together <laughs> try to bang mm-hmm. off the excess water
1: so yeah you guys have a few few hours of daylight left uh, it's up to you where you want to go or call it a night some of you have definitely earned a good night's sleep
2: what what day is it
1: uh, it would be Tuesday. Would oh, be. Yeah. What year, so he's, Damn he's, it!
2: I, 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 I'm so sorry. I've I wasted the full day running around time with you. I, I have work.
3: But of course, miss.
2: I can make an appointment for us at City Hall tomorrow. That's well, a good I, idea.
4: I guess we could drop you and uh, Zeke off then, I suppose.
2: That would be very lovely, thank you.
4: Reckon it's about time for a nap. nap. Woke up early today. <laughs>
3: Yeah, sorry about that, Zeke. Uh, you know, but you seem just as interested as everybody else in this.
1: Right, we'll be by tomorrow morning to pick you up, no problem.
4: Uh, ah, yeah, well, you know, it's not quite as uh, interesting as a day of picking up things from here and moving them over there, but uh, pass passes time out. All right, let's, let's go to the, uh, the library,
3: or whatever fancy word you use to describe it.
2: It's called the Athenaeum, but yes, it's a yes, library. Yes,
3: the Arbitrium. Athenaeum.
2: Athenaeum. Athenaeum, yes.
1: So cleaning the glass out, pile back into Tubbs's, uh, ramshackle cab <laughs> <laughs> as he drives you, uh, back down, uh, Benefit Street. It's a, it's a short, short drive. And although, uh, it, it's not the most comfortable of trips, you don't ride around in a car too much, Kitty or Zeke, so the speed with which you traverse the streets via car versus waiting for the trolleys or uh, walking is pretty convenient. So you make your way uh, very quickly, in just a minute or two, you're, you're uh, outside the Athenaeum. It is dark outside at this point. or starting to get dark. The sun is beginning to set in that Western sky over the buildings, the State House and the, the, the tall hills of Providence on the Western side. Kitty, the, the library seems quiet, but it's open uh, as you exit the vehicle.
2: You can come in if you'd like. I've, I've, I have I've can show you that book that I found. And it's in Chinese. It won't make any sense to any of you, but it's interesting, at least. If you like history.
3: I mean, it could be a clue. Right.
2: But if it came from that warehouse, maybe. Let's see if we can... Uh, any pictures in this book? Yes, there are
1: many pictures in the book. So, what you're trying to say is it's a picture
4: book. (laughs) Everybody's going in the library?
2: Yeah, why not?
4: Right. Uh, Staying in the car by myself, you know, it's just rude. You walk up a few steps
1: to the, uh, into the Athenaeum. Uh, The Athenaeum itself is this big two-storied library. Books all just line these massive shelves to your left and your right. And then all the way to the back, random artifacts and sculptures and things are displayed and positioned in, in random shelving all across the walls and uh, in various, various places. This big card catalog, this ancient wooden mass of just information spans to the Eastern side. There are just a few desks, a couple desks on each side in the interior. Unlike a lot of your buildings, but but like a lot of the, particularly the more official, the, the city buildings in the area, it is well lit. Uh, by electrical lights, uh, several that dangle from the ceiling, several that are in sconces all across the wall, which tend to cast sort of shadows across the library itself that extend and bend in different directions at this time of day. Uh, beautiful to look at.
2: Don't touch anything. Things are very expensive here, and you don't know what you're handling, but, um... Uh, come with me, I guess. Uh, she'll head to her, her supervisor's office, which she dropped it off. Are we allowed
3: to touch the books? I just. I mean, it's a
2: library. The, the bathroom's that way. Just wash your hands first, please.
1: Right, Tubbs. I once knew a guy, <laughs> right? And he said that they organize all the books with the Dewey Decimal System. And I said, Who's Dewey Decimal? Right? Like, I don't know that guy. What well, did he tell you?
2: I
3: mean, who Yo, is that did. guy?
1: You know, the guy didn't even know the
3: other guy. It's just saying his name like he doesn't even know him.
2: That's about right. I mean, he, so you're really saying you know this guy? I don't. I don't well, know right, so Mr. Knew Decimal. Knew no, <laughs> Mr. Decimal,
3: Dewey
1: Decimal, Mr. Dewey. Jesus Mr. Decimal, the
2: Mr. Decimal, the Mr. Decimal
3: so Adelaide he comes in here and he reorganizes all these books.
1: Right, I said how
0: is it to me Mr that? Decimal? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: crash
2: you've got a gun <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, I hope Adelaide Kitty Hawk you and Zeke, the others what, washing their hands I don't know if Zeke went to wash his hands as well
4: oh naturally naturally
1: yep uh so Kitty Hawk you walk to uh while they're while they're in the restroom you you walk to your boss's office. The door is open uh, and sitting at the desk is a old, uh, thin, thin man with a very sh- with very sharp features, a uh, prominent nose and a pair of thick round spectacles.
2: Oh, hi, Mr. Bilsen. Um, hmm? The book that I left for you yesterday, did you take a look at it?
0: Um, I'm sorry. Uh, Kitty, you startled me. A book
2: yes i i left it uh, uh right there uh it's just, to just the arriving
0: pedestal. What, what time is it have I, lost track of
2: time? I i'm i'm so sorry i i lost track of time i had so many errands to run i'll make it up this weekend
0: yeah, it's been a, a crazy day and mary called out as
1: well
2: oh um oh you haven't oh you haven't heard have you
1: haven't heard what
2: oh um uh, th- uh, she'll, she'll take a step forward and, and sit in, in the chair that's probably in front of his desk, him. Um, uh, there's been an accident, um, at the river today.
1: Accident? What do you mean? Uh, Is everyone alright?
2: No, um, it seems Mr. Mulligan's had an accident.
1: Mr. Mulligan?
2: Yes, I'm, I'm sure the police will be arriving this evening to speak, to speak to you. I'm not quite okay. sure what happened. It seems there was an accident of a night.
0: Kitty Hawk. Is everything all right?
2: Oh yes, I'm I'm not involved at all. I just I just saw it happening.
1: Now, Mr. Mulligan's sitting right over there. Any uh, any motions and gestures behind you and at his desk working.
2: Oh!
1: Uh, it's Chris uh, Mulligan.
2: I I my mistake. Uh that's that's excellent news. They they'd found his his papers. I, I guess he must have lost his license. Sometime last night. Oh, hmm. that's Oh, that's such a relief. Oh, that's, that's excellent. Never mind, there was a big hullabaloo down at the river, and, um, well, they, they found a body. I'm sure it'll be in the papers. Kitty, soon.
1: if you need some time off, please take it.
2: Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you, thank you very much. The, the book that I had uh, left for you.
1: Yes, I don't, I, I don't recall a book, but I'm sure any, like, motions his desk is like, there's books everywhere.
2: Oh, it, um, you, you, no, it's, it's Chinese very old. There wasn't any record of it in...
1: I don't. um, I don't remember seeing anything Chinese. Uh, I mean, uh, no. Oh, that,
2: that's fine. Someone, I, someone must have left it and, and picked it back up. That's, that's fine. I, well, I'm sorry for the the tardiness. I'll I'll make it up this weekend.
1: Kent Kitty, you are a very hard worker.
0: Please take care of yourself.
1: Can't okay. have you going delusional out there. We need you in here. But if you need some time off, take it. You only live once.
2: Oh, oh I'm 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 fine, sir, I assure you. I, I it, everything's fine.
1: Well, Mary seems to have come down with a bit of a sickness, so um huh. just please take care of yourself.
2: Uh yes, thank thank you. I I will. She just kinda of backs out of the office. Just very confused. Clearly very confused.
1: The rest of you come out of the... Oh, you see um, Kitty, Kitty kind of standing in the hallways, looking, looking very, very confused.
2: Oh, it, it, it seems that, um, the, the, the body in the river wasn't my co-worker at all. Um, he's, he's right here. He must have, he must have lost his, his things. She'll, she'll kind of stroll up to him and, and put a hand on his shoulder, like, giving it like a, like a little squeeze, like, almost like, is he, is he real? Mr. Mulligan, uh...
1: Hmm. I don't know if you're
2: aware. I I believe you might have lost was, your uh, license. Augustine.
1: Uh lost lost my license. No. Yes,
2: yes. Uh, um, it, there was. Did you not see the here the hullabaloo at the river?
1: Uh, hullabaloo... Uh, h- um, no. I, I've been at work all day. And I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Oh, I I well, I would I would see the police department. I I believe they found your your license, your driver's license.
1: He reaches down in his pocket out a billfold. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I assure you, I haven't lost anything.
2: Oh, uh, it must be my mistake. And another, I mean, Chris Mulligan. Are you all right? I know.
1: Mary wasn't feeling well. No, last I'm, night I'm, after I'm, 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 I'm I'm Are you perhaps come, coming down with something? Or
2: uh, She put the hand against her forehead, like just kind of feeling. But no, I, 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 I feel fine. I, I, Everyone seems to be very concerned for me today. I'm, I'm fine. Are, are you fine?
1: Right as rain, Miss augusti
2: Perfect. I, there must have just been some mix up. Well, that's, it's fine. She'll kind of away, like very awkwardly and head and head to her desk.
1: You're, like smiles, and nods at the rest of you. They're all standing behind her. And oh,
2: Zeke. these are my brother's friends. So.
1: What?
4: Yep. Zeke snatches off his hat and nods. Yeah.
1: Yeah, as that hat crosses your field of vision, just as it crosses, in that moment Mm -hmm. is that mangled corpse of Chris Mulligan, and then you blink again, and it's just right back to normal.
4: Yep. Zeke chokes on his greeting a little bit and just kind of settles for a nod and a sheepish smile. Ah,
1: Chris Mulligan. He kind of picks himself up like halfway from the desk and starts shaking your hands.
3: Uh, how's it going? <laughs> Pretty clean, eh? We just
1: washed them.
2: They wanted to visit
1: yeah. the Athenaeum. Still, still damp. Thank you.
2: I, I thought I'd give them a little, a little private tour.
1: Uh, well, any friend of kitties, of course, is welcome here, the Athenaeum.
2: This way, uh, this is our, um, uh, world history section. And she just like kind of friends. walks away, just like keeps walking. <laughs> don't say anything. To who, Chris? I don't... No, just uh, I don't I need think see. I thank thank you, thank you. The book anyway. Um she she puts it, her hands on her desk and is kinda of looking around on her desk. Anything so, uh, any, any book, anything out of place?
1: Make a spot hidden check.
2: You got it. Spot hidden's all day.
1: Listen, I will do anything I can to get the skill as high as possible no. for all of it. No, nope. you look around, you're still a little flustered from the conversation. Mm -hmm. Your desk looks fine. Looks exactly the way you had left it. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, well, uh, the book seems to have been misplaced. Um, uh, I'm assuming that the original owner picked it up. It's, it's fine, um, we'll we'll figure it out tomorrow. Yeah. So, uh, can we touch
3: things now, or?
2: Um, yeah, uh, uh, sure. Uh, well, there, there's fiction that way. The children's section is in the back and to the left. Which one's got the most pictures? Well, that, there would be the children's section. Uh, or there, there's fine art books as well. Fine art. Hmm. Photography. Anyway, I should be getting back to work, but, um, you're, you're free to, to peruse. i here, I'll meet you tomorrow back at the cafe. <laughs> How about that?
1: Right, we'll peruse towards the door. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, so, d- doesn't feel too welcoming. There, <laughs> Is there you know, anything in particular any of you is looking for here in the library before you leave?
4: Zeke's gonna like take a peek at a book of Renaissance art, catch like the slightest, the slightest like like hint of nudity, blush and put the book down quickly.
5: <laughs>
1: yeah, makes sense. Uh, next stop, I'm guessing is Zeke. Ah. Right. Uh, uh. So Zeke, they take you uh, back to your apartment a little bit longer of a drive, maybe 5-10 minutes uh, down some side streets closer to the bay back to that 113 Fremont Street.
3: Hey Zeke, before you go uh, you know, fuel ain't cheap. I mean, you know the gas prices these days? You think they're insane? You should see chimneys. They're through the roof.
1: <laughs>
4: so Zeke just like stares blankly Tubs. I gonna try like to persuade his, him for some cash. His jaw doesn't quite go slack, but like you can see that there's potential there. He kind of snaps back to it and just says, Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's right. Ah, yeah, well, uh, need to know more about moving a box from that over there. Well, uh, you know who to ask, yeah. Yeah,
3: I'm, I'm sure you're like a professional and all that. But you see, I'm a cab driver, right? So I, I, I got to pay for the fuel somehow, you know, maybe a little pitch. Toss a couple ducats.
4: Well, uh, to be fair, you woke me up quite early after I worked a double shift and, uh... Hey, oh, I offered you my bun. Yeah, yeah, no. You feel
1: around in your pocket even as he's having this conversation with you and you have maybe a couple of quarters.
3: I mean, I'm not asking for mud. I mean, I, look, I, maybe one day I want to buy a front seat
4: for my car. Well, times are tight, chum, but, uh, and I'll tell you what, I'll, uh, so what I can find and come deliver it to you about 5.30 in the morning while they are having a sleep, huh? <laughs> and with that, Zeke exits the cab and yeah, goes to make his way upstairs. I like him. He's a good guy. He's, he's got jokes. A funny
3: guy.
1: Uh, so, Zeke, you enter the building. The building uh, keeper, Billsby, nowhere to be found. So, immediately exhausted, you start to climb the steps all the way up to the top floor. As you go down the hallway, uh, your eyes catch Gino's apartment directly across from yours. And the door's still open from when you were all there previously.
4: Yeah, I mean, on his way to the door, Zeke's going to maybe peek over his shoulder at it. He's not going to go rooting around or anything, but definitely look at it on the way by as he goes to unlock his own door.
1: No, it's just open. You guys left it open, so it's just swung open there, like like halfway. So you can't really see into the room. You just see the, the door. A jar.
4: Yeah, no, Zeke's gonna, gonna, gonna close the door, right, just to leave it ajar, huh? Oh.
1: <laughs> I knew you would. Uh, and you, so you reach down for the handle, uh, and the handle is like ice cold, like shockingly cold. You pull it shut. Just as the door closes, you swear, again, you see a shadow inside of the door. Maybe it was the light setting sun, hard to tell. What's Zeke's mood right now?
4: Zeke's Zeke's tired a little confused mostly tired like the day hasn't quite processed for him he's just been running on fumes
1: so just shut the door turn around enter your apartment and then lastly tubs and sweets outside tubs you take off start driving Sweets back to Sweets' shop.
3: You need to stop for anything along the way? No.
1: Can't think of anything.
3: I guess I'll see you tomorrow.
1: I suppose. Should we uh, go get Zeke at 5.30 again, hmm?
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea. You know what?
1: Maybe <laughs> we'll bring him donuts.
3: Yeah? Hey, who doesn't like donuts?
1: 'd be happy to see us., as you say as you're talking about donuts and you're having this conversation with sweets in the car, behind you now it is dark. The sun has completely gone down. There's a set of headlights as another car comes speeding up behind you.
3: Hey, it was this guy. I kind of adjust my mirror and move the lights out of the way.
1: yeah, they're they're pretty blinding. You can't really see anything else, right because you got in, in your mirrors because these lights are just filling as he gets right up behind you.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna hang on a second here, sweets. I'm just going to pull over slightly as I just wave my arm out the window. Like, Come on, go around.
1: Uh, you pull over and uh, the car just uh, like starts to almost starts to like follow you to the side of the road. Pulls right up behind you. And just sits there with those lights just blaring inside your, your car.
3: I think we got a problem here, sweets. You know they better <laughs> make me get out of this. You know, it's,
1: it's a pain in the ass to get out, and out of this thing
3: i know i'm sorry sweets I, i'll get out i'll just uh i'll I'll, uh, I'll i'll say the secret word if i uh run into any trouble all right
1: oh right, right right. good ideas i like
3: kind of kick my door open
1: yeah as you kick as you kick the door open the car just throws itself into gear and just just takes off and grab him by the collar and kind of pull him back in the car <laughs> it yeah, almost clips me. you on the door on the way out as he yeah, gets sweets kind of grabs you and pulls you back Jesus, thank you everyone for listening to this, our second episode of Hideous End. This production is brought to you by Negative Two Charisma. Catch more Neg2 over at twitch.tv forward slash negative two charisma where we live stream actual plays in a variety of settings and systems, or follow us on YouTube. Audio credits this evening go to Tabletop Audio for providing much of the ambience you hear uh, on our network. Uh, Tabletop Audio is a free user-supported ambient audio system where you can create playlists or download tracks for free for use in your games at home. Consider donating to their Patreon for enhanced and alternate versions of the vast library of options they have available special thanks this evening go out to Alex who voiced our Detective William Stiltmore. You can find Alex and all of his awesome projects over on Twitter at balsybard And of course, the wonderful Jay Ashley at GMJ Ashley on Twitter, who voiced our amazing waitress, Melissa Cuthridge. Want to add your own voice to Hideous N? Join the Neg2 Discord or tweet at myself. It's not Jason Dean on Twitter and let me know. Until next time, stay safe out there.